It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast, the nature and countryside podcast from BBC Country Farm magazine. And welcome to the second part of our Christmas special episode. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the host of the podcast. And just before Christmas, I was lucky enough to gather with my podcast team of Hannah Tribe and Jack Bateman, plus regular contributors Annabelle Ross and Kevin Parr in the podcast office to look back at some of the highlights of our podcast year. So this is part two of that lovely get-together, and in this episode we start looking ahead to some big ideas and hopes for the future. Plus, Kevin Parr introduces his nature party game. Beware. We are doing a nightingale walk with the singer Sam Lee oh lovely yeah, who, yeah. Uh, well this is all in the mm. uh, in the ether at the moment but Sam has invited us down he's a fabulous folk singer mm. and he does these nightingale evenings where mm. there's singing and music along the sound of wild nightingales singing somewhere down in the southeast uh, so that so when you say we um me. <laughs> <laughs> I have asked you in the past, but you you haven't yet agreed. But there may be a reason why, and I don't want to put you on the spot. And you can always cut this well, out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just put me on the spot in front of sixty thousand um, listeners. <laughs> I wanted to do one on. I would like to do one on lichen. Mm. Lichen. Lichen and moss. It's, it's, well, in their, when they're doing their spring chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I do, well, there'll be lots of noise. Of course, there'll be lots of yeah. um, birdsong, but I just think it's so fascinating and it's so beautiful and it's so mysterious. Yeah, well, I like that's uh, idea. Oh, oh, dear. No, it's still, it's still a no, isn't if it? If we can do one on fungi, we can do one on lichen. Thank yeah. you, Hannah. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm up for lichen. I can find a way of making it noisy. The lichen. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's, there's those tardigrades that live in the moss. Hmm. We could sort of create a tardigrade 
shuffling around in the moss, or thousands of tardigrades shuffling around, shuffling around in the moss. <laughs> exactly. Incredible. Exactly. Yes, I hear it. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. I feel like I can't say. <laughs> so it's either. been said yeah. on air. Yeah, you have to do it. Hannah has decided. Hannah gets Put my the foot final down. say over these things. Kev, we're going to go fishing. We are going to go fishing. Are I'm you? Gonna, yeah. I'm going to. We're hopefully going to meet on the Somerset levels again. I think would be a good. There's so much fishing and it's really untapped. So much, you know. There's not a lot of anglers that so venture there. Catch something quite uh, that hasn't. Yeah. Seen Hope, a hook in its life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And hopefully, perch, perch are nice fish to catch. Well, and why are they nice fish to catch? Um, I think because they're they're starting to look at their um, they don't grow particularly big, but they have lovely dark stripes um five or six stripes um which is sort of really deep olive green which mm. then, and then you've got the background color and a lovely buttery tummy and these sort of spiked dorsal fins and uh and the, the lower fins are all edged in red they're really Gosh, so it's a beautiful fish they're very beautiful yeah. yeah does it put up a fight like a, they do they fight well as long as you use balance tackle so 88, number 88 was your perch fishing That's podcast. Yeah, of course we did, yes. It's actually the most popular podcast we've ever done. Kev by a lake catching perch. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but it's a very charming, <laughs> charming. There's an eagle owl in it. That's There's an eagle oh, owl. Oh, congratulations. I think that's really great. Thank you. Yeah, that's brilliant. Really, yeah, it's lovely. It's really yeah. nice. Annabelle, you were... I was just going to say, I, I, I think after the lichen comment of the quietness of lichen, I think fishing is hardly... Fish don't make much noise, do they? I know there's splashiness, but Jack's going to create some noise for Bang my lichen. Yeah, I'll shut up about the lichen. I think uh, Hannah, Jack and I are all We're together on, on the lichen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you get, do you ever get listeners asking for yeah, uh, it's coming, us it's to do stuff? Yeah, I mean, definitely would like listeners to suggest if you've got some something really magical. Or to come and see them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can come and go for a walk. And in fact, Lucy... Lucy Lycan, um, it's her Twitter handle. She was a listener. She has recorded two podcasts for us. She did a dawn chorus and a dusk chorus. Uh, And she's an artist, so she is a listener turned podcaster. And I think she's starting up her own podcast, which we don't encourage at all. (laughs) (laughs) But but no, good luck with that, Lucy. And you're always welcome to come and record. Just... And but thinking of looking at things because on the train and I've got I've got a game, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Christmas party game. It's yeah. and and it, it's it's stolen from House of Games, um, but it, it's going to involve everyone standing up, apart from me. Okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then basically on the I got on the train and on the train between Dorset and here I wrote down every bird species I saw from the train. And I saw 30 different bird species. Some surprising ones that didn't appear. But we're gonna, everyone's going to stand up. And in starting with Fergus, you're going to name, try and guess one of the birds that I saw from the train. Oh, right, okay. And the last person standing <laughs> wins, wins okay. a prize. Do we have to... Well, I'm going to go really easy start. If, if you didn't see a wood pigeon, I'd be really disappointed. Wood pigeon's good. Okay, so I can stay in it. A starling. Starling's good. You've got to see the seagull. Well, Ooh. I need to be you need to be a bit more specific. Black-headed. A black-headed girl. Black-headed girl's yeah. good. Buzzard. Buzzard, yeah. Very good. Yeah, good. Um, 
we had Karen Crow. No, that, but we yeah, Karen Crow's there. A Robin. No. Oh. And I, I was, I was really surprised because oh. I, I looked I looked hard for Robin and I was really surprised I didn't see one. Hannah's just sat down. That, is that the end for you? That's me done. Yes, you're out with your Robin. No presents for me. Oh, do you do you get? Are you out if you get the wrong? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Last person standing wins. Oh my goodness. Jack. My hat came off and everything. That's so sad I am. Jackdaw. <laughs> Jackdaw. Jackdaw, yeah. That's great for I'm feeling the pressure. Um, kite. No. Kite. No, what? sadly not. I know. I Do know. You get one sort of one, what do you call it? Chance. A life. In okay, you can have one life. Because I think. Okay, you get a life, so yeah, Hannah's I back, can in yes! back in the game. Yes, back in the game. Of course, it's a magpie. Magpie, yep. Oh, yeah, of course. A blackbird. Yep. Yes! Oh, a crow. We had carrying crow. We had carrying oh. crow. You can have another guess. Rook. Oh, well, I was going to just go pigeon. Well, we've had, although... We've had feral pigeon. pigeon. Just the, yeah, your bog standard pigeon. A feral pigeon, are you saying? Yeah. A feral pigeon was on the list. Yeah. Oh, Lesser black backed gull. Now, there wasn't, but oh. there could have been. That was one of the maybe ones, so you can get another guess. Because I couldn't definitely. It, there were distant gulls, and I couldn't be certain. I named three gull species, and I didn't put less black backed gull, but there could have been. So I you can't can believe you said two specific birds and got them both right. I've been very vague with my limited knowledge. <laughs> I love this like gaming stance you two have. Yeah, we're yeah. I don't have to bend down very far, but um, I'm now trying to talk whilst I think of something because I can't think of anything. Can you just give me a slight yeah. you know, Well, there hint could be another gull species, perhaps. It's about the only gull I know, the lesser black black gull. Um, um, kestrel? No, kestrels. Okay, I'm definitely out, but I'll make myself useful by... Handing food round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Okay. I'm in game mode. Thrush of some description. Must have been well, which sort of thrush? What if red wings? Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm not going to go with red wing there. I'm going to go with. Oh, I'm going to go with rook. Rook's good. Yeah. Oh, good. We've got the whole recorded. Yeah. Crunch, um, crunch, crunch. A dunnock. Like no. And again, I thought Dunnock would be a shoo-in, yeah. especially at stations, but no Dunnocks, no Robins. And I looked out hard for them, and Wrens. I thought that would be it. Yeah. But none. I was going to say, Kevin, did you see some sort of finch? I did see some sort of finch, yes. <sighs> Is it a goldfinch? A chaffinch. A chaffinch. Folks, Wait, you're showing off now. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm taking other people's goes. <laughs> Are you Probably. out? You Probably. get a life. No, you've got one more life. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm. I think I'm many more birds. Chaffinch. Chaffinch was there, yeah. Fergus is a gamer, oh. isn't he? Oh, you took my yeah. wrong out. Oh. How many, how many? There's still quite a lot to get. There's, um, there's some that are less obvious. There's one very obvious one that, um, that came number one in the, in the garden birds, RSPB garden birds. Blue tip? Well, I did see, yeah, blue tip was there. Oh, yeah, well, good one. House sparrow, then. House sparrow, yeah. Oh. Bat it back. Um, can we all just jump in now, please, Kevin? Yeah, uh, you can all team up with Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is Fergus it's out? Fergus, it's no, it's Fergus against everyone else. Fergus. Fergus against the team. Yeah. Yes, the team. Okay. Okay, so us. Uh, okay. Yay, the people. Can we confer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
then everyone gets surprised. I can't quite remember what's been said. Are we talking about big birds or little birds now? On the ne- two more two more guesses each, and then because it's getting it could get a bit obscure. Um, think of um, um, peregrine. What, what did you say? Heron's good. Heron? Did you What about thrush? Um, Depends on the species. Yeah. Um, but we didn't see it. was Fergus's go. Okay, red wing. Red wing's yeah. good. Red wing. Mm. I saw a red wing today. That was really nice. There were lots. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Eating all the berries yeah. on the yew tree. Oh, in your street. You never know. Shall I? They have arrived. I'll, I'll go for it. Let's go for it. Go for it. No, I guess. Woodpecker. Which saw? <gasps> The green one. <laughs> the great spotted. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> right. Well, this, it's all on this. If you get one now, you win, Fergus. If you don't, then you lose and everyone else wins. I'm going to go obscure. Go on, then. Lapwing. No. Oh, didn't I didn't get that. Oh, you got a life. Fergus gets a life. No, that, that was because, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that was a sudden Kev, new Kev's rule rules. change. Kev wins. Um. Yeah. Kev wins and everyone what else What else did you see? Um, the other birds I saw were um, uh, cormorant, lots of cormorants oh, along the uh, river because I came up from uh, through Bradford and Avon. Oh, yeah, 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 I thought it was too obvious. You should have asked for the journey, really, um, we, for the Coot, route. mallard, oh, moorhen, yeah. collared dove, oh, yeah. herring gull, ligret, pied wagtail, pheasant. No one thought oh, of pheasant. pheasant. Stock dove, common gull. I saw a stock dove? Yeah. Rare bird. Um, field fair. Raven, and I heard a gold crest as I was getting on the train. There was one singing. So I, but I, I consider hearing seeing. That's amazing. So not bad, but yeah, no robins or dunnocks or wrens. But anyway, everyone everyone gets the prize, and I did. And oh my goodness! You oh, each get this. a feather. Christmas present. <gasps> oh wow! Oh, it's actual prizes. A lucky feather, and if you get Fergus, already got one of them from me. So if you okay, get, okay, okay. And we have to guess. One. We have to guess the name yeah, of the feather. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, I've got no chance for <laughs> this game. That's a kestrel. It's not. Annabelle's got a kestrel. I get to keep a kestrel feather. Yeah. But Kevin, thank you so much. That's okay. That's incredible. They're beautiful. Thank you for my sea eagle. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. <laughs> it's the one non-raptor, but it's a heron, which that is, is quite so nice. That is so beautiful. Yeah, what wonderful. a lovely present. And Jack's got a tawny out. Oh, oh I was going to say this looks like a Did bit you of just a. Just say ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah's got the buzzard. Yes, the biggest. <laughs> it's I beautiful. I think the heron's possibly bigger, but the heron's a bit tatty. And it's lost its sort of blue. It's. I can see the blue. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's on the other side. Weirdly, of it. I've been told I resemble an owl. Kevin, that before. is such a. It, I, I don't ha- think I, you're I, an owl. I've got to say it. I've got to say because. There's been some ridiculous kind of announcements on the news, although they think they've stopped now saying, ooh, you might not be able to buy as many Christmas presents as you'd like to this year because of all the lorry drivers or something. I think actually a feather. Can we just... What a treasure. Really, can we just talk about, you know, that actually just something from the woods or something from the field or something from... We don't have to... Well, I I could add to that. Uh, We're actually working on our February issue now. I know we're in December and celebrating Christmas, but in the world of magazines, we're doing February. And we always do some sort of Valentine's Day tie-in romantic landscapes and presents for natural presents. But Ellie Harrison, Countryfile presenter, Mm. her column is about... People go 
bonkers on booking a restaurant and chocolates mm. and flowers. But actually, the most beautiful thing you can do for someone, the most loving thing, is actually take them for a fantastic walk mm. and just spend some time together walking through. That's a really nice sentiment. Which yeah. I was a lovely. I mean, she said, Or just take them to Kevin's sofa. <laughs> yes, Kevin's <laughs> sofa. And if Kevin's there, even more romantic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but but uh, yeah, that's, uh, Ellie said, is this too schmaltzy? But actually, at the moment, no, that's really nice. No, really it's not too schmaltzy. Nothing is too schmaltzy. And, uh, it's not too schmaltzy. And uh, it was a nice antidote to all the other stuff we've got in the magazine. That's yeah, so lovely. How yeah, lovely. So it would be nice to go for a walk with Ellie. Yeah. That would yeah, be pretty yeah, amazing. That, I'm sure there are plenty of men who wouldn't mind that as a Valentine <laughs> present. <laughs> I could have extended yes, that, to the that magazine sitting on my sofa offer, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, you probably could do a That's Kev's nature safari. <laughs> Kev's sofa. So, so, we have to so do that. So far. <laughs> if it's a pun, we have to do it. Yeah. Kevin's safari. I mean, I think there's a lot of legs in that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, only four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is getting really oh, no. ridiculous. Uh, that was the cracker joke. <laughs> yeah, really ridiculous. Do we get punished if we make a really bad joke? Punished. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, you no, had no, a few people stuck up for you with your jokes, and I think now you've pushed it too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think puns are okay. Terrible jokes are not okay. Uh, are they not? I thought. I like thought the horse joke. The horse joke was oh, brilliant. Dear. Yeah, it's an excellent joke. I also did you hear that? Dung, I'm going to repeat the dung I beetle joke, which I also got in my crack. Oh, I love dung beetles. Okay. Okay. Oh no. So, um, a dung beetle goes into a bar. Says to the barman, "Is this stool taken?" <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. I love that joke. I want to remember it forever. So, <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think so that's, that's, a that's the best. But it's also quite Remember. nice to hear a fresh um, bar joke. It's a creature walks yeah, into a bar. Yeah, not the horse joke. with the long face. Yeah. Yeah. No, the horse uh, joke was more involved and longer. The horse joke was quite good, though. I thought it was, but it was the delivery yeah. that, that just made it. And then the stony silence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I think that's right. Jack and I just we looking did. at each other like. It's too late now, I mean, we can't. The best bit was we didn't edit any silence in. That, that <laughs> no, was literally. That, that was <laughs> raw that audio. There was no. But I thought it was a good joke. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, you are rehired. Where would you like to go next year? <laughs> well, you were talking about eagles. I mean, I want to go to Mull to, you know, look Mull. at eagles. Mull, I dream of Mull. Yeah. I do. It's ten years to the day since I was last on Mull. And I last saw an eagle. Oh, well, I had, do you know what? I've never seen an eagle in Britain. Oh. And I'm, you know, 50. I've just turned 50 and I haven't seen an eagle in Britain. Mull. lots on the continent, tons of eagles, but they didn't seem to count quite as much as... Seeing a golden eagle in Scotland. Golden eagles are the best. That's pretty rare to see, see an eagle in Britain. I don't. I've think been up to Scotland many times to see them. And uh, Mull is uh, the place. And Mull. Or okay. the West Niles, Harris. But it's good. Okay. But Mull. Well, we I, went. I haven't seen a curlew. Yeah. <gasps> well, yes, I know you did a you did a recording. I with, went to look at the David Gray, Mary yeah. Colwell. You had all the stars. Oh, there. Yeah, and no curlew. But no I think wasn't there one on? Didn't you record one? Oh, it was very windswept. I remember listening to that. It was. Yeah, it was very windy. Yeah, down. Have you never seen a curlew then? No, I've never seen a curlew. Well, you have to come. There's two pairs clinging on on the edge of Abergavenny. Is there? Wow. Two oh. pairs. They're, they're still there, and because they're long lived, they yeah. keep yeah, coming back. Yeah, thirty years plus, oh. and they oh, really? keep coming back and keep trying. So they may not have raised young for ten, fifteen years, but those those two pairs will, mm. will probably keep going until eventually Is either they die or. And that gives a sort of distorted sense of how many there actually are because they're 
they're appearing, but there's no offspring. So when they go, mm. there's there's actually mm. no more to come. And yeah, they're not they're uh, not not co- they're not managing to breed, are they? You were talking about books earlier. Um, oh, well, let's, have a good, let's have a book chat. Yeah. Yeah, because you said to me the other day that you were reading, and I'm quite embarrassed to say I haven't read it yet. Although I have a very lovely signed copy of On Gallows Down. Ah, yes. Well, we did a podcast. With Nicola, Nicola Chester. Chester. Well, you did the podcast with me. I did the podcast. I completely adored her, and she completely adored me, and we just wanted to walk all day on and on and on, and it was another lovely warm day, but she is such good company, Nicola, and she's so soft Mm. and just one of these lovely people who understands the countryside so well, and but in a kind of gentle, modest way. And I saw her recently, and I I had the book, and I asked her to, to sign it, and she sweetly put a note about our podcast our walk how lovely which was really sweet but I've been struggling to read books actually I've become rather addicted to to watching rubbish on my laptop so I need to get back into book reading I think sort of lockdown has been a weird time I I think a lot a lot of people have said to me and I've struggled with reading Mm. um, a little bit I've forced myself to get back into it Mm. did read on gallows down it's my book of the year definitely really yeah it's fantastic it's she comes from a really different perspective. It feels like a sort of breakthrough for in nature writing, that it's someone who um, has had a life of protest, actually physically throwing herself in front of diggers and climbing trees. But also, she's not a, you know, that we got this idea of swampy and these you know, sort of hippies climbing trees and no. digging tunnels. She's not mm. like that. She's actually lives on a big estate and did live on the big estate that's the uh, that, that Downton Abbey is based on well, as kind of part of the kind of feudal system there. But lives in a tiny cottage tiny on the estate, estate rather very than humble background. just to know that Nicola yeah. Chester doesn't live on oh, an no, estate. No, 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 yes, good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she would, she would be so embarrassed if she thought that yeah, we were thinking yeah, she lives in Downton Abbey <laughs> and she just had a moment, she thought, I'll write no. a book. <laughs> quite right. She's she's sort of but p- p- part of the uh, sort of part of the part, tapestry. Of, f- she yeah. calls it feudal, where there is the lord, the landowner, or the lady, uh, and then there are tiers mm. of you know the keepers and the underkeepers mm. and the the farmers, tenant farmers, and the labourers and yeah. So quite humble, actually. What very, they're, they're, but very, very she's very humble. Book, really, yeah. I, it's just and there are. There are lots. I have read quite a few books this year, and there are lots. I mean, Merlin Sheldrake's, um, what's it called? Entangled Life. Entangled Life, yeah. That's on your list, isn't it? Kevin? It's on my list, yeah. It's fantastic. I will. It's just astonishing, but that is scientific in many It's not deeply. It's lots of stories of him being out in the Panamanian rainforest. Just a bit you like You did John a nice Murray. article on that in the magazine, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we did an interview with him. And, yeah. uh, what's he what's like? He I looks quite I eccentric. Yeah, I think I think from the book he's a proper old-fashioned sounding kind of adventurer mm. who just has this... He's eccentric because he's devoted his entire life and energy to studying the most bizarre mm. life forms, which are, which are even now hard to classify. And mm. he's found out so much about them. And kind of, they shape our lives. They shape our physical landscape around us. Mm. They shape... They can eat anything. I mean, all the kind of toxic waste we mm. produce can actually be eaten by fungi. Even the most sort of dreadful things can be devoured by some organism, some mould or slime. Amazing. That fungi my, or my fungi? 
But fungi. Fungi? Just because of the joke. Oh, I don't know. Say what comes. Fungi. 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 No, really. Don't start doing that. <laughs> no, not really. I'm fungi. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm fungi. 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 I don't know. It depends on my mood. Yeah. Bath, bath. Entangled Life, that would definitely be my dad's book of the year. He's read it three times. Oh, already. three yeah. times? Yeah. yeah, I suppose you probably would, in a way, to get really get to grips with it, you probably would read it several times, wouldn't you? He's... Wow. Well, and he's, yeah, he bought me the copy, so... And what would your book of the year be, Kev? Mm, that's difficult, because I've hardly read anything. Um, mainly because I'm writing, and I don't like... So I'm reading things at the moment to reference, um, so I'm not really reading for fun. And then also I get I get a terrible sort of fear of um, plagiarising mm. inadvertently, so yeah. I tend not to read other people. Mm. Um, if I'm writing as well, you able to say what you're writing about? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm writing. Um, it's called it's called the Quiet Moon, and it's that's with Flint Books, who are part of History Press, and that's um, it's basically going to be it's nature book, but um, with a mental health element, which is something that I've dealt with for much of my life and but also sort of a different aspect which um, where in the last couple of years I've sort of I've explored a lot more locally and I've got to know I've looked at the sort of anthropology to a degree because we've got hill falls quite close to us and it's I've become more interested in the Celts who once lived there so I'm sort of looking at the natural history but also the the Celtic history and how they might have sort of uh, met one another Mm. Um, so I'm doing a lot of reading on that, which is and it's a massive. Um, How fascinating! Have you read Amy Jeff's Storyland yet? Then? No, which is all about the kind of Celtic myths. Is it a br- brilliant? Uh, really interesting. Might be useful. Plagiarizing. I mean, that, that <laughs> be yeah. excellent. Uh, she was a guest in a recent podcast, and telling a very recent. That was yeah. really recent. Again, on the sunset levels, we must go somewhere. Else. Yes. Um, just telling me about, and that's a brilliant book, actually. But what it's just a series. What number was it? One two eight. One two eight. And she has rewritten. Basically, she, there's this histories of the kings of Britain, by kings of England by Geoffrey of Monmouth. And so she's delved into that, and then lots and lots and lots of other myths and pieced together chronolo- chronological story of how giants came here first, and then Brutus oh. of Troy and. I was just in awe of the number of old texts that she might have she had to wade through. Anyway, that's really interesting about just really nicely retold. Mm, that does sound very um, good. And then as, mm. as you become get into the Middle Ages, more and more real people start appearing in the myths, and it become and more and real events and real places, which is also a real joy of podcasts is going to some of those places. And yeah, like when we've been exploring holy wells or. Is pools or strange hill forts? I mean, hill forts. I know they don't sound great, <laughs> but they're the most amazing places. And you, if you, once you're there, I guess it just fills you full of the atmosphere. And hopefully, some of that comes through in the words that we speak. That completely. Oh, we live just beside Egerton Hill oh, Fort, okay, yeah. which is um, so Thomas Hardy, isn't it? He, is that, is yeah, he called it um, Haggerton. Haggerton, okay. Haggerton Hill, 
but um, it's just the most amazing shape. It's like an anvil, mm. and it's cutting each side drops sort of four hundred feet, um, and it's the most perfect natural defence. But it's but it's so windswept. Mm. And you, and not great for recording. <laughs> no, not not ideal. Jack hates wind. That's the. Uh, <laughs> That's why he's avoided the twiglets. Yeah, the curly's one was terrible. That, the old serum I did with Christopher. Yes, that was an amazing place. Yeah, and I mean, he did capture the sense of that place. I mean, that was a brilliant. I definitely of felt it when I, when you're with him. You know, if you've got the right guide, you really mm. can feel it. I think just just I've got a friend actually who's loose in Salisbury who's writing and basing it a bit on old serum. He's writing a book. Um, that's a fiction. It's it's going to be epic. It's been going on for years already, but he's looking with looking at hunter gatherers and going back to that sort of time. He he spends a lot of time walking around Australia and he walks in bare feet and he started just to mm. to really get in touch. He said to change in the way you feel the landscape when you just kick off your shoes. Wow. Well, so that feel is an important thing to convey. It's through, huge. Through the, That's the very cool. Books. Was there any books? Hannah or Jack that you read John Watson's books? I haven't read anything. You haven't read anything this no. year? No, I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. It makes me feel not so bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I've really struggled to read and yeah. I love, 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 love reading. And I love, and I think it's so important to read fiction as well. I know you're not able to at the moment because you're s- researching, no, but, agree, but fiction yeah. takes you to another place and you, it's so important to go there. I, did, I, I miss it, but I can't. One of the best jobs I ever had was in this country garage. Just going to quickly rip this over. Yeah, it's, it's like this rural petrol station in the middle of nowhere, and um, and when the traffic would go through in the morning, and you'd get some customers, and then the traffic would come back through in the evening, get some customers. In the middle of the day, you'd go an hour without anyone. So I just read, and it was just amazing. And I was sitting there getting paid to read and read and read, and it Absolute was just oh. so that was. But, that, but since then, yeah. Yeah, I can read if I'm on the train. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, since not doing train journeys, my reading's dropped off. But yeah. I'm doing half an hour a day in the middle of the day when I'm supposed to be... Well, not when I'm supposed to be working. Working from home is a kind of weird time anyway. So, And, I, you know, I have to force myself to do it. I literally say, I've got to do 30 pages now. And sometimes I'm going... That page looks like there's a lot of big paragraphs, <laughs> and it's. But I'm getting there. Have we I'm, forgotten? I'm have we it. forgotten how to read? No, no, well, I'm back into it now. Sorry. No, I, I, I found that I don't want to do it because I've spent so much time sort of on my own and not kind of having new experiences. I'm sort of sick of the sound of my own voice in my head. Oh. I don't want to be reading to myself. I wanted to be doing practical things, and like I've been sewing, and I've been like making things and that for me feels like rest from mm. this constant and also dialogue. the screen there's reading yeah. all day on the screen isn't yeah. there mm. I think yeah, that's I think part of it publishing I think it's hard a lot reading yeah I, I know a good read um, it's a little known thing called a BC Kutchfar magazine oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> available Christmas edition out now <laughs> <laughs> has it just come out Oh, it will be out Probably. by... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's out now. Well, it's, oh, it's out, out now. now. In fact, the January issue is coming out quite soon because that's why. That's what we like. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, thank you, Jack. Yeah, it's it's really really do you, read, do you read anything else, Jack, or just the magazine? Oh, it's all I read is the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you don't read books, Jack? Is that... I do. I. Like me and Hannah, just having a break. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of... For me, I, I've really struggled with stuff that's... Uh, fiction sort of my, I think my thing 
I think because of the nature of my job where I'm doing a lot of stuff that's a couple of like history topics, you get countryside, that I kind of, what I can really read and actually enjoy because it's not linked to my job, it's got narrower and narrower. So I am sort of a bit, I can find myself, I'll start a book and then I'll just give up halfway because I'm like, I just feel like I'm back in work listening to the same sort of topic, which is quite hard. Is it hard from you as well on the podcast front? Is it hard to take it in? Yeah, I, I I've got to a point now where I will listen and I I can't I do I don't listen to podcasts outside of the ones no. I edit because I can't listen without listening in a way I'm listening for the actual recording or the quality or to oh, pick up of it. That's probably the not on a contest me, but it, you're you really suffer from that. Yeah, I think a lot of people work in just audio in general. I know even if I go f- to watch a film, I went and watched one the other other day, and. There was just one bit where I was just like, "This is recorded really weirdly," and suddenly you're out. You're out of the film. You're not listening to the film anymore. You're listening yeah, to how sad. it's recorded. You've gone through the veil. It is quite hard to switch that off. Once it you've must got it. be. Yeah. Maybe but you also get on. some moments, don't you? I mean, I listen to podcasts and I was like, "How did they get that so clear? Yeah, yeah. And so beautifully recorded on a long distance." over the computer recording yeah I think you, you get so, and, I, and I get really excited and I, I write to them and say how did you do that yeah. <laughs> do, you? do you that's really yeah. cool it's like going up to someone in the street and saying I really like your hat <laughs> <laughs> well that's going to happen later to all <laughs> I mean, I mean it's, it's also the sort of thing outside of podcasts I find there's some things some programs I can really get into like a lot of the David Attenborough BBC big budget nature programs I can get into them and like even with those, I can watch it and from my background and stuff I studied, I know most of the sound isn't real. It's been recreated, it's foley, it's been yeah, well, that's placed back on. Thing. I mean, we, mm. that, that's, yeah. yeah, but for those, I, know, I even though like with that, I know I'm watching it and in my head I know half of this isn't real. I know as times have gone on, a lot of the new series, there's more real than artificial now because the technology has advanced. But I can, I can sit back and enjoy them and... Mm. I believe it and I think it's done very well Yeah. Um, which I think that may be the problem now if, if something's not done really well mm. I can enjoy it because I don't notice it as soon as it's something that just ticks you hear someone tearing apart an orange to, yeah, to, yeah. to make the sound of a lion eating a wildebeest yeah it's it's that, it's stuff like that and when you, I think it's all all the, um, oh the foley sounds yeah, yeah the, when you know the tricks you, you can't custard, not hear it custard powder it's polar bears walking on snow. Yeah, oh. well, yeah, cornflour in a tight, I think. Ah, cornflour in a tight, okay. Yeah, in but cornflour in a tight is usually snow. Pair of tights. Pair of tights. Birds are usually, <laughs> oh. usually oh, gloves. Oh, that's quite squeaky. Yeah, the cornflour yeah. is yeah. quite squeaky. So it's oh. footprints in snow. Yeah, birds, birds flapping are usually gloves. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then you get some, like, when you go into sci-fi and stuff, I know uh, Star Wars guns are slinkies held what? up. If you hit a slinky. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. No, so yeah, uh, if you if oh, you Star Wars suspend a slinky, hit one end, and you'll hear a pew. And of course, yeah. so Slinky sales are going to rocket. Oh yeah, they're now. now. Yes, yes. That so is magic. I don't even have stairs at home. It's got to be the old metal one, not the. Yeah, it's got to be the metal plastic one, plastic one. You're going to get. A <laughs> yeah, it's the same yeah. clinking these glasses. Yeah, because something's ridiculous. You're watching a perhaps doc- a documentary about fishing or fish, and the swirl. 
you can hear that's clearly been made by someone with a yeah, stick in a bucket yeah. or something. It's so bad. I well, hate the sounds underwater. Yeah, yeah. That really makes me. There's quite. I know quite recently with some of the. I think it's Blue Planet. Those documentaries on BBC where it's underwater. I know recently. Um, underwater microphones, uh, hydrophobic microphones have advanced, so they, they were able to take some rigs down and record actual audio down there. Wow. And they've, by doing that, there was actually, I think it caused some research because uh, I think they went down with, I think it was some clownfish. And uh, it's sort of one of the first times they've got equipment down there and realized the effects of sort of near shore drilling had on fish that actually it was causing a problem because because of the sound that traveled through the water. Yeah, um, their alarm calls and stuff that fish and other underwater animals make weren't be, weren't they've been drowned out by this drilling sound yeah and ended up killing off a load of animals and i think stuff like that's it's kind of cool that that's come from someone actually going down and recording that audio Definitely. that you found that found that out are there some sounds that you would like to record over the next year oh. like i remember we did a quest to find the source of the thames mm. the yes it's still one of the great <laughs> adventures, and you really got excited about the sound of squelchy feet. It's quite, there were some good squelches yeah, on that really trip. Good squelches, actually. <laughs> yeah, because it was the only time I've ever been there when there was water all the way from the source. It had been after some heavy flooding, lots of rain, and there was water all the way. Because mm. normally, have you ever been to the source of the Thames? Not the Thames, no. It's the most unremarkable place, but because normally there's no water. But there's a gro- there's a groove in the a groove in the landscape where it sort of should flow. But this time it was there, mm. loads of it. Yeah, and some water parsnip, I remember. And you got in it as well, didn't you? I got in. Yeah, did yeah, you yeah. Use the socks on. Did you? Yes. And I did drink from the other source, the one in mm. Cheltenham. The one in the pub. Sirencester. Sirencester. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, the brown water. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was really good. That was fun, and that was twenty two. That was just before lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a long time ago. We did two. Yeah, I remember those. So we went to, yeah, we went to three potential different sources of the Thames. The official one, the rebel one, where oh. they say this is actually the, the, and then there's a third one which is actually the longest tributary, oh, okay. dist- in terms of distance from the mouth of the Thames. What tributary is it? I think it's sort of unnamed. It's a little brook that runs. So the one that s- starts at Thames Head is the Thames, we have Thames, mm. Thames, the Thames. Then there's the Churn, which comes down from Sirencester. I think it's the Churn. And, but there's a little one that comes off the Churn, which just goes, and it starts on the really busy main road, yes. which is really dangerous, mm. yeah. just just in a garden on the other side. And we couldn't quite get to it. Mm. And those lorries, those Cotswold roads are just crazy. Yeah. So much traffic bombing by, and uh, so it's really unromantic, but made for a good story. But that, the squelching—that's mm. sorry, I got off topic. Squelching was good. It'd be nice to get a collection of sounds, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, I think even a library. Have you got one building up? Yeah. I mean, since uni, I slowly build up. Um, I mean, with lockdown, it you're kind of a bit more restricted. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think it's definitely there's some good sounds in some of these podcasts, and I think it'd be interesting with, if we can get the. Uh, Lycan podcast mm. you can get um, contact microphones that you stick to stuff and then it, it picks up vibrations and that may be a way that oh, we okay. may get some sounds that way Song through Lycan. there'll be plenty of things living yeah. in Lycan won't there? Yeah. so there will probably be some vibrations but that, that will just get picked up that'll be magic I would like to hear a Peregrine Falcon please 
because I've been away from the city for so long that I haven't heard them in two years. So to and just this is where you hear them. Yeah. In Bristol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over by Castle Park, there's a little. Yes, I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're right. They nest on the way to the station. And just hearing that noise and looking up and them just being there, I miss that. So you don't get them down in the wild. Not really. No. Hannah lives in Gower. On Gower. Yeah, I've never. On yeah, Gower. Hannah lives on Gower. I've not a bit been like to Gower. Um, the Gower. <laughs> don't chat. A bit like Nicola Chester in her estate. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah yeah. lives on Gower. It's huge yeah. Gower. Yeah. Well, she's Hannah, of Gower. I own it. Hannah lives. Yeah, she Hannah. has a huge. Um, Queen of Gower. Several <laughs> wings in your house. <laughs> there is there is the the farm. There's not. Okay, the allotment. There's the allotment. Yes. It was nice of you to invite us down into the Grand Hall. Wow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not allowed in the main house. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe have a wet and a wet team away day. Yes. In Gower. That'd be fun. Yeah. We go to the allotment, pick up a leak. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of carrots being pulled, that would be great. Hmm? Yeah, screaming. <laughs> um, oh, and Yorkshire, I lo- I'd love to go to Yorkshire. The Dales, something on the Dales. Okay, listeners in Yorkshire, Jack, please can you make sure this is in? <laughs> uh, listeners in Yorkshire, if you would like to invite me... <laughs> come that's, and interview that's you. Fergus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my name's Kevin. <laughs> um, about your, what would it be about? Your I think you could go and hear Curlews on the Dales. There's still loads of Curlews in the Dales. Look for Merlins. Merlins and Curlews. Yeah. Okay, listeners on the Dales. I saw lots of Curlews when I was up there. That's what you them. you're into. Yeah. Please invite we'll go me. Go and see anything. Yeah. Listeners in the Caribbean. That are <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm quite happy oh. with Yorkshire. <laughs> Certainly don't need any passports to go there. That's true. You should do a dawn chorus this year. Yeah. We'll get up. Or maybe stay up all night. <laughs> yeah. Up all night. I would like yeah. to do a nighttime one. Okay. Yeah, at Should some we? stage. And bats. What about bats? We could do a bat because you could take oh. the bat recorder, couldn't you? Yeah. And that's yes. incredible to listen to. Were you I was going to do one... Because in the summer, that was probably my, my favourite moment. Yeah. No, well, my, my favourite moment of this year was finding this little pipistrelle bat. Um, that, and it was, oh, I think that, I saw you. Yeah, and um, make it, did it? No, and and I and it was the most amazing thing. To, uh, it was in my care for about twenty four hours, and I just couldn't believe what an incredible mm. animal it was. And I didn't wear gloves, which you're supposed to do. When you mm. I knew I was very careful with the wings, but got to be careful of rabies. But it's just, it, like, crawl up. I've got a great photo of it hanging off my finger. I'll show you. But, um, I mean, but are they sort of... This thing's tiny. It's, about, it's like a baby. Size of a but I took it to a bat... It's we're on, we're, on, we're on audio. Oh, sorry, yeah, this is... It's tight. It's that <laughs> big. It's the size of a bus. It's the <laughs> <laughs> size of this room. It's, it's, it's about the size of a walnut. Oh, wow. Um, wow. But, and I took it to... Um, a bat rescue. A walnut is a bat without wings. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> been in the sun Focus is still on the joke. Unleash <laughs> <laughs> um, callback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady said she, she was looked out. She took it in, and um, she was amazing. I mean, t- knowledge was just incredible. And uh, she was talking about how they rehabilitate the bats, and you know they've got this bat flying area. And I thought this is this could make a brilliant podcast because I've got a bat detector, and then. Go and listen to all the bats, and then yeah. she said, and then she sort of said, anyway, we need a name for your bat. And I, Fergus. <laughs> oh. 
So, Did you really? Yeah, so this little bat was called Fergus. That's and so adorable. Well, I'm sort of delighted, but it died. But it died a week <laughs> later. Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that's Fergus really too. That, I think a, a bat podcast would be brilliant. It would be good. Yeah. Batcast. Bat I could still yeah. hear bats. You can. Yeah. Yeah. My ears are still sensitive enough to You're be. Ch- able to really? Hear. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Wow. You must be. You <laughs> must <laughs> not, <laughs> not in here. Yeah. You must yeah. be very, so very much. young, Hannah. <laughs> I'm not. Are very you young. very, very young? No, I'm a normal, normal age of 32 <laughs> <laughs> or 31. 31. Yeah, but I've got sensitive ears. That's so nice. That We're is to say, amazing. No, you're not. <laughs> but um, you know those um, those things that people put on shops to keep oh, the ears yeah. away. I can hear those as well. You're and joking. It's like, um, please I'm let in, me in I'm the in shop. Camp as well. Yeah. yeah is the podcast allowed to be anywhere outside of Britain? Yeah, if we can get there. Jack's really? going to the Caribbean. As long as it's got a really <laughs> country nice file. <laughs> BBC country yeah. file. But to go and hear beautiful sounds of nature would be fine. Save it for winter. Well, yeah. when could we do something yeah. that was about migratory birds and have yes. them talking about them in one place? And then yeah, because you just talked about well. the golden oriole. Perfect. Yeah. Or swallows. Yeah. Swallows, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you could, could do both. You could do yeah. someone there and someone here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hannah. Because I was just thinking about the red wing as well. We're getting really creative yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm glad we've got such a big budget. This is a great idea. We've already used up next year's budget. I think I probably blew it all on the travel lodge. And on that note, it's time to say goodbye from the podcast for 2021. I'd love to thank the team, our regular contributors and guests for all their help this year with all the challenges of COVID. And most importantly... I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for your encouragement and support. We've trebled our audience in 2021, and that's extremely exciting and encouraging for us. We return on the 18th of January with a new season of podcasts called Voices of the Countryside, where we'll be hearing the wild sounds of nature and the wise words of country people from across Britain. In the meantime, do get in touch with me, Fergus Collins. My email address is editor at countryfile.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, and the best letters we'll read out during our next recording. For now, though, thank you for tuning in. Have a fabulous Christmas and a very, very happy New Year.